Welcome to the Dead Format, episode 145. My name is Ian McCune, and for the first time ever, I am not joined by the six foot three oafish math teacher, supposedly Thomas Smiley. I am instead, in his stead, I am joined by it takes three people to replace him, but that, that's not that's not fair to the people that are replacing him. The uh but they are sort of like the three amigos. They are uh well, dude, you guys are like an LLC now, aren't you? <laughs> well you're kind yeah. of one well, how person about, legally how speaking. about how about we introduce ourselves so we can uh make <laughs> it clear while well, we are an llc but not an lgs just to be clear um i am travis parsley owner of the legacy pits i am joined by david sittinger otherwise known as Disa. And David Salas, also known as Salt. That's right. It's very yeah. salty. Um, now, you said three, but let, let me just make it clear. We have a lot of members, Ian. We have, uh, I think, nine members in total. But we can't have all nine members on the, uh, the, the, the uh, podcast call right now. So we're sparing you some, uh, some headache. Bro, well, as we learned last time, we can't have Ryan and anybody else because he's a, he's a microphone Correct. hog. Whoa! <laughs> Is Ryan going to listen to this? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't so we'll tell so. Ryan, whatever you do, don't listen. The, the podcast, don't yeah. listen. Don't listen, Ryan, and then he won't hear what you said. At least the first good. five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. The, well, it's funny. I am joking. I'm, it was a friendly rib, but when we did record, I was That's like, right. man, I don't remember Travis sounding like that when I met him in person. But uh, I, I just assumed... <laughs> I assumed that you were Ryan because he he kept jumping on uh, the questions I was asking you. So that, that was, yeah, uh, well, I'll, I'll be fair. Like the way I do this is because I created the legacy pit and I'm the tournament organizer and I've done all this stuff. I want to give the other guys time and I want to give them some yeah, of the spotlight. So that's why sure. I kind of sit in the background now with some of the stuff. Yeah. What a good dude. Wow. So bro, I don't know if you've been following the dead format news, but Tom recently is going through a divorce and looking, you just gave me a little virtual tour of the legacy pit. What's your marital status? Uh, my marital status is married and happy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so your wife, your wife is cool with the pit, huh? Uh, I didn't say that, but yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so here's the background. So when we bought this huge, whatever this crazy castle is, I said, there's no way in hell we're paying for this and I'm buying this unless you let me do whatever I want in the basement. And she nice. said, okay. And I said, okay. <laughs> and then nice. we had the legacy pit. So that's what happened. Rule promise <laughs> landing. So, yeah. Yeah. So Proper it has expanded actually uh, uh, four times. Four At times. least, right? I don't know about that. I, I don't know. Ian's going off the rails a little bit. Oh, God. Yeah, sorry, really? guys. Dude, when, when I first saw the Legacy Pit, it wasn't uh, it wasn't anything like what I'm looking at now. No, like, when I first started this, it was just a stream in my business office uh, on the first floor. And as it grew, we had a lot of people coming over, and the community was getting larger and larger every week, and... We had people in small, confined spaces. They were claustrophobic. It was hot as hell. My kids and dogs were banging on the glass door. And I said, you know what? Table was shaking everywhere. Yes. My wife <laughs> said I could do whatever I want. So I'll move it in the basement. So I moved it in the basement and it occupied one room. And then it grew to two rooms, double in size. And now it's 
quadrupled in size with or maybe even five times the original size it's um like, it's know. bigger than some local game stores uh i can have a i don't know 30 person tournament here i guess if i had to yeah yeah so um but again that, that's all with the blessing of the missus the boss so yeah that's a beautiful thing man yeah uh salute to her obviously right. you know uh, it was it was a, a like half uh, tongue in cheek with what Tom's going through, but seriously, big big ups to her, the the yeah. unsung behind the scenes heroes we like to uh, give the credit to. So since Tom's yeah, that's not, why I have the guys here with me. Yeah, for sure. So since Tom's not here, I asked you guys if we can do a little bit of uh, magic news, like uh, you're filling in for Tom, because this is a big sort of a big week in magic. We had the BNR come out. And uh, no changes, obviously, every, as everyone's, I'm sure, aware. We don't like to dwell on the BNR stuff. Like some other podcasts, you'll see uh, very lengthy episodes about, you know, what how the hosts feel about the, the BNR or their, their pet, you know, band days or band fetch lands, that sort of thing. We don't have really any, any sort of opinions like that. Um, but... I, I wanted since you guys are here, I wanted to you know hear you guys out. I, I'm fine with with what they did, but what do you guys think? Um, I'll save my opinion for last. Uh, do you say what do you think? Uh, I'm perfectly fine with that. I think the format is in a very pretty good spot right now. Um, everyone's still complaining. Oh, Delver's still too good and band whatever. But I'm also but I'm here like well. If you have looked at the last several events recently, it's been a very diverse top eight with a lot more winners than just over. Like we've seen Mono Black Depths win. We've seen, I don't know, all kinds of things. Green White Depths won twice. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, what was that? Um, at uh, SG Philly. Yes. Totally Philly? undefeated the whole weekend. Rodney from Maps into Rodney. They didn't lose Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Pittsburgh. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, Salas, what do you think? Yeah, I man, I think the I don't I think it's fine without banning anything. The format's definitely in a interesting situation. In the tournament in Bologna, we had like eight different decks in the top eight. When was the last time that's ever happened where Delver hasn't put at least two, two, three decks in the top eight? This is great. There's tons of diversity. I mean, when you have a four four color pile, blue artifacts, Cephalid Breakfast is back on the menu. Apparently, that's right. Top eight, they top eight it again. I mean, everything. It, it looks like a lot of things are viable. It's just you know. People you need to pick it, pick up what they want, what they like to play, and you know, play it, and the results will show up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I have more of a hot take um, compared to a more analytical take that the other guys have, but um, I know that when Delver is good, combo is good, right? Because yep. if you want to prey on combo, sorry, if you want to prey on Delver, you play combo. And, and like they're saying, you're seeing a lot of combo decks that pop up, like Oops All Spells is in the meta again, Cephalo Breakfast called Stoneblade, but it's really Cephalo Breakfast. Um, uh show and tell uh ant ant is back i think high up on the meta actually right next to doomsday um so there's a lot of combo decks right there to try to prey upon delver um uh, in terms of the meta i'm not as happy as everyone else like i personally think that blue or delver has to have something happen to it um i would not be sad if expressive iteration were to go away oh. uh yeah, I, I think that that may shake things up enough to where Blue Red Dever would not always be the best deck and there would be a question to the format again and it would be exciting again. But that's just my own hot take. Interesting. 
Yeah, I really like those opinions. Uh, I I tend to side with uh, with the Davids in this case, but I do think Merktide Regent is a messed up card. Like as soon as it came out, like why is it gonna? Why does it have to be double blue, right? Like why why do you have to do that? Like why couldn't it just be blue green or blue black or? It should have been know, double blacky and put it in pocket. Yeah, exactly. Up. <laughs> well, you know, they, there's Tombstalker already, right? Also it, make, to- make Tombstalker good again. <laughs> that's right. I want a new Tombstalker. <laughs> yeah. It, it, you know, if it was blue black, that'd be fine with me. But like this, this like keeping it in blue and giving Delver better mana, you know, mm-hmm. I, I really don't like the design of that card. So I would be fine. The, the take of expressive iteration is very interesting. I had, I had considered that, but. Uh, yeah, I don't I, think I, I anything, just think it's way too powerful, but yeah. Anything like uh, you know, Days or Delver, I, I, I'm not going there. I agree on that. Yep. Excellent. Well, this is great, man. I, I didn't expect to hear these opinions, but honestly, you guys probably know more about legacy than anybody else at this point. I mean, there's the online grinders, right? Mm-hmm. But their metagame, I guess your metagame is a little uh artificially broad because you're um catering to the audience right like you're you're yeah yeah so i mean the online grinders i think are much more in tune with the meta than i am personally and and a lot of them uh anurag matthew vuk people like that they actually dive into analytics and go through and i mean they're like brainiacs and going through this stuff so i don't think i can compete with them on an analytical level and legacy uh you know in terms of how to attack the meta but i will say this because we are putting on a a show it's almost like a tv show of sorts uh, entertainment's a very big part of what the legacy pit is and we at the center of that have matchup requests so there's a lot of decks that are near and dear to people's hearts like uh pox or uh what do we have over there death shadow infects goblins uh these are not necessarily meta decks but they are near and dear to people's hearts so i have made a point to divide half of the library to these old historical decks right. and um so we can meet that need on the other hand, I try my best to have the top 15 or 13 to 14-ish uh, most current l- legacy meta decks. So everything except for Greenlight Depths and Doomsday, we pretty much have in our library one. Like we have the current builds of uh, uh, Blue Red Delver, of uh, Four Color Control, of DNT, of Elves, of Show and Tell, of Acast. Acast, yes, I yeah. just put that together. Lands, uh, Mono Green Post, I'm missing some, but you get the idea. So, our meta doesn't necessarily reflect, I guess, the meta that's online. You're going to have a lot more combo online, also, of course, but here it's a combination of what's reflective there and near and dear to hearts uh, decks. So, um, and that's kind of what we have for the meta. Right. But I mean, our, our people also go out to tournaments constantly, uh, and half of our people are judges, and they are in these events, so they have eyes on the ground that are not necessarily in the pit. Yeah, and I'll I'll say that what you see online is not what you see out in the field in paper. Right. Like online, you'll see so much combo and so much Delver, whereas in paper, you'll just have a much broader spread of uh, different archetypes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I, I, and I think that the other side of that coin where, where you're, you know, talking to your audience and playing, you know, decks that they want to see and you, you want to play online, there's a, a sort of an opposite pressure that is, um, you know, in some ways it's a crucible, but in some ways I think that it becomes like a self-fulfilling prophecy where 
everybody wants to play the best deck and they can totally miss something because, you know, it, it is expensive to play online. It, there is, you know, the opportunity cost of time as we get older and into our peak earning years. That's a serious thing, man. Like that's something I think about and don't talk about too often, but like, you know, if you're going to give up a Saturday or whatever to play in a legacy challenge online, like you're, you're giving up a lot of time and, and money. Like, are you just going to, you know, play something that you think might be good or do you want to, you know, lock in your spot? Do you want to cash this challenge? So there's pressures on both sides. And I, I actually do think the meta is in a better place than, than it seems like other people do right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's something to be said also about owning uh, paper and that gathering yeah. aspect. So if I own elves, um, I'm going to feel inclined to go take it to an event because it's near and dear to my heart and I want to win with it. It's going to mean something. I'm connected to it rather than maybe if you're in front of your computer and you can go on moto, you want to win. You want to get you know, your quick, um, uh, what do they call it, EV? Is that what that is? Uh, you want to get your... You want to get your value out, right? You're dope. <laughs> so um, I can see how those, that can be a, a, a variation between the two. Yeah, for uh, sure. Did you guys get out playing uh, Commander Legends pre-releases or anything like that? I did not, but did you go to I, any or I, judge any? Or? I didn't. Okay. Yeah, I didn't get to do any of that. was a uh, way for the weekend so I can get a chance to play any of those uh, wonderful events. Is this the set where that Hearst thing is in? No. Or, not, uh, that's no. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No. This is Baldur's Gate. This was last weekend. This was last weekend. Oh, Correct. last weekend. Okay. I see. I see. Yeah. Yeah, I did the, the first Commander Legends. And I really did not enjoy the experience at all. I'm not a, I'm not a casual player. I don't know what to say, but I, I didn't enjoy it. So I skipped it, but it does look like there's a pretty cool death and taxes card in there. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to see what that'll do. Is that the one that destroys artifact or enchantment? Like a new. No, it's with fetch lands. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you yeah. search. Uh... That search. opponent searches their library, you draw a card or something. Like yes, that, that one. That. We talked about so in we have like our own individual group chats for the legacy pit, and that was a topic. That card specifically yeah. was a topic. I remember. Was um, it three a.m.? Uh, yep. No, was it? Is it probably? Is this the three a.m. tournament talk? Tournament talk is three a.m. No, this is this is casual. Is this card going to be good uh, in a couple months? Talk. Uh, we talked about it for a couple hours, and that was it. I think. Yeah. So, but you know, you never know until it's actually in practice, right? Yeah. Because I, I know some of us were like, eh, it kind of clashes with Spirit of the Labyrinth, and how would you work that in? Which True. one do you value more? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. You know, it's funny, like, with them going up to 75 cards, death of taxes. Um, it's it's funny which cards. cards still don't make the cut. You know what I mean? Like, oh, right. Yeah. I would always think this is my 61st card in, in death and taxes. I probably had too many of those because they don't even make the cut at 75, so. <laughs> kind of is what it is but we we've uh i guess you know we've sort of been talking about magic and i feel like 95 percent of our audience already probably knows who you guys are and has watched the pit before but we do have a few at, at least two i know because they've messaged me new-ish listeners so do you guys want to just like really quick you know like give the thursday saturday thing yeah, so uh, real quick, um, I started out loaning a bunch of modern decks to local game stores in the area to make sure their events fired. And what that did was invigorate me to build more decks. And then I started building legacy decks to do the same thing for legacy uh, local game store events to make sure they would fire. 
And then it got to the point where I had so many of them and I put so much money in and I wanted to do something more with it. So I got together with some uh, a group of great individuals, some of which are still here, Salas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and we decided to come up with just doing a stream. Um, let's do matchup requests. Um, we'll do it on Twitch on Thursdays. And that ran, I think, for a year. And then we said, let's add a Saturday. Yep. Um, so we added Saturday as well, and both have switched times to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, you can say that we honor the European time system and we <laughs> start to stream maybe at 6.30 or 6.15 or 6.45. <laughs> so, uh, but we'll, we'll say 6 p.m., right? Um, and we had a YouTube channel created, and as it evolved, it got to the point where the focus was on the players and their personalities. And if that's the case, why not just be ourselves and just like really make it a, a show? Uh, so there's a, there's a very strong entertainment aspect of the legacy pit that you don't have um, on other uh, products that are out there. So we had the stream. It was very successful. A lot of people wanted to, um, have us jump into either podcasting or tournament organizing for legacy and we we took the bait and we had a very large tournament for legacy last year did very well and now this is our second one and we had a very big um story to tell this time so we rented out a huge convention center we made it a two-day event we have special guests coming in we have live commentary and coverage again and it's kind of just nonstop evolution at this point. So that's kind of what the legacy pit is, if I can sum it up. Yeah, it hasn't stopped growing. It really, uh, since, since uh, we've only been doing this for like three years, right? The, the stream has been for three years, but I had to actually become an LLC last year because uh, when you start putting on events, uh, you want to limit your liability, right? Right. So how do you do that? Well, you can form an LLC. So now the legacy pit is a business. So that's, that's where it is. And it's, uh, it's fun. Like uh, it's a, there's a community aspect of this where I have people who come over from uh, local areas. Some people drive two hours to get here. Some people drive 45 minutes. Some people like this one here, Salas only drives six minutes. Um, um, but it's a community like people come here and they hang out um, there's beverages here for for free there's shots when we get uh, subs that I just let people take Mm -hmm. Um, it's just a community here like a a get together it's like a local Mm -hmm. game store almost of of friends getting together it it goes back to that that core aspect of magic the gathering the gathering right get together with your friends aspect so um, so that's at the center of it What what do you guys have we all uh, chip in for pizza night all the time. Yeah. Pizza and then. How's the pizza in DC? Uh, uh, well, we're about fifty miles away from DC and fifty miles away from Baltimore, but DC pizza can be good. Sure. Depends on where you go. Yeah. yeah. Or how, how's the <laughs> pizza game? where you are? I, I guess I should say. Uh, it's okay. Yeah. It's all right. You get a calzone. It's as big around as your thigh. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah, we won't bring up one specific chain because people will get banned. No, that's right. <laughs> we shall not name that business. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So how's the pizza in Richmond? How about that? Oh, that's a great question because the Legacy Pit Open 2 is going to be in Richmond, Virginia on October 1st and 2nd. It's a two-day event surrounded by great hotels and great food places. So uh, the pizza is very good in Richmond. I have a favorite place I'm going to. 
um Juan Gonzalez. Have you been there? It's Fusion. No. No. Oh, you must go. I know you're registered, so you must go. What you must Juan go. Gonzalez? Juan Gonzalez. Oh, Juan. Oh, oh I get yes. I get the fusion now. Asian Mexican. Yes. yes. Oh, it's so good. Wow. Is that I'm not so promoting that anyone chain? or anything? Is that a chain or is that just a <laughs> I don't one? know? I don't mm. know. I've I just know I just it. know it's very good. Yeah. I, I went there last time. I was at uh GP Richmond 2018. What it was. was it modern it was legacy so it was either oh yeah the 2018 yeah yeah um and i i still remember that food to this day yep so so we didn't we had a recap episode and then our lives got a little crazy i'm in new hampshire now uh and tom is oh. uh also in a different location i'm not sure if he bought his house yet or not but uh life life sort of happened but we did a recap episode from after the first hit obviously we had a lot of fun not not too much you know we didn't we we, we all made it back in one piece we, we uh survived but we had a blast at the last event uh what was it like from your end before we get into the next tournament i just want to hear about your experience with the first legacy pit um i will say that just seeing the brightness in everybody's faces even though they were behind masks um mm-hmm was really really special to see and just be a part of organizing it all and running uh such a successful event we've had people throughout the entire event and for several days afterwards tell us how much fun they had and wanting more yeah everyone was there was just a general feeling of welcoming and just enjoyment everyone was just so thrilled to just be able to play paper legacy play with other people, see their friends they haven't seen in a while, dust off their old legacy decks and just jam some games and you know talk, just talk in person. Something has been that was sorely missed throughout this whole period that you know, we got back to that gathering that you were talking about earlier, the just the human aspect of the game, not sitting in maybe not sitting in front of a computer screen playing magic, but getting out, seeing other people, maybe, you know, having a nice meal afterwards and just, you know, have, making it a, making it a day, just you know, enjoying themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I can say, uh, we, uh, again, going back to what our, our sh- I'll call it a show because it's really what it is. Going back to what our show is, we have made people in our audience part of the product. They're, they're part of the show. Like, mm-hmm. um, their names are becoming very familiar or synonymous with the Legacy Pit. And, and I love that. And the thing is, I never got to see them. I never got to meet them. But having this event, I was able to meet a lot of them. And it was it was this really crazy experience where I had so many people coming up and just saying how much they appreciate the the comedy that we provide to them. Because last year, you know, in the last couple of years, it was it was hard, you know, during the pandemic for a lot of people for obvious reasons. And the fact that we could through our entertainment and our gameplay and everything and camaraderie that we have here make those people's lives just a little more cheerier. Is, is that a word cheerier? <laughs> um, that, that meant a lot. And I had a, a several comments uh, that were said to me uh, of that nature. And one of our members, actually, um, Brendan Meehan, I don't know if he's going to want this story out there, but he was in a near fatal car accident. And he we joke and say he was fighting a shark in the Atlantic Ocean. And that's how his arm got like that. And he punched a shark in the gorn. But um, <laughs> what really happened was uh, it was in a near fatal car accident. Um, and he had to be rescued by sheriffs off the road. And uh, he blacked out and went to the hospital. And they almost um, had to remove his arm. It was so bad. And I remember him telling me through uh, messages. And this is before I met him. 
that the legacy pit was one of the things that helped him get through those hard times because he would sit there in the hospital bed, you know, half conscious or, or you know, in the days that he was awake, um, getting through it. And we would make him laugh. And it, it was just a really um, warming experience for him to sit there and just listen to these people goof off and, and uh, have these games together. And we met him eventually. Uh, and we loved him so much that we decided to make him a member. Um, so it, again, going to these tournaments and why they're so important and, and how meaningful they are is you get to meet those people face to face and who doesn't want to put on a big tournament and have like a, a huge legacy event. Right. So that all that just comes together. Dude, that is awesome. And to our listeners, you know, step it up, right. Somebody has got to get in a car accident because we don't have any oh, stories. We don't have any stories that good. Cut. Cut. <laughs> people be careful behind the wheel. Please be careful behind the wheel. <laughs> Oh, no, that, that is beautiful, man. And so that, that's, that's really cool that I just sort of put something together in my head because what I was thinking was that you guys were like sad clowning your way through this, where you like, basically this is like a service mission. It, like the way that I was thinking about it, because you want to play legacy, but you don't get to play legacy because you're throwing this huge event. You have yeah, all these yeah. considerations. Yeah. It's like, you're not actually I, enjoying I, yourself. I was joking. I was joking last time saying I wanted to play in the event also, but if anyone who was at the event, they saw me behind the production booth running around assisting people with whatever issues they had. And I also wanted to play, but <laughs> I can't play in my Dude. own event. God damn it. But, but you're um, not, a, you're not legacy. You're a show is, is the way that you yeah. described it to me. So like yeah. you're doing your show still when you're there. Yep. 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 So, I mean, like I get to get in maybe two or three legacy games during our stream nights. And really, I want to sit here for the whole four hours or five hours or whatever it is, uh, for me anyway, and actually do nothing but play Magic. But I can't um, because there's all kinds of background things that are going on that I, I need to you know, put my attention on. And I want to make sure there's time for other people uh, to have the spotlight and also. So um, there's, I get opportunity to play more in the back tables. And luckily, we have those. So, you know, that's cool. But um, I just love it. I, I love the whole I, I mean, I just love Magic the Gathering. I love Legacy. I, and now it's just become a creative outlet. Like uh, with me, I just want to constantly create. Uh, it's some weird thing with me. Like I just think the purpose of life is to create. So I'm constantly creating things and I run out of time. So, but luckily I have insomnia. So I was about to say, you, you, I know you don't sleep no. <laughs> and you need yeah. at least three people to get to everything that you need or three copies of yourself to get to everything that you want to do. Yeah. What was, yeah. the, what was the longest period of non-sleep by 50 plus hours yeah. one time like if if i wasn't Ooh. doing the legacy pit i would totally be in the wrestling world like doing something like totally yeah. like i'm already in it now but nowhere near as big as i want to well, be. well dude the videos you guys make are great like oh, thank the, you. Uh, the advertisements oh yeah, awesome. yeah 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 you're doing all that stuff uh yeah i put those together um some of the things and choices uh people question but i, I believe in them <laughs> so, <laughs> Uh, they, they seem to work. <laughs> so we, uh, we are uh, having success with uh, everything. So I'm going to keep steering the ship that way. So, yeah, dude, that's awesome. So you already uh, mentioned that this coming event, the, the sequel or the, do you guys call it TLP? I, I think I see everyone else doing that, but I don't personally, but do you guys do it too? Called the, the, T L P was it? We, we say LPO, LPO, LPO two or whatever. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Just in shorthand and messages, but like yeah, yeah. When okay. We're talking to other people. We said 
the pit open too. Yeah, like, like on Twitter, open. I try to use the hashtag of uh, the pit open just constantly, regardless of what series it is. But you know, we'll see if that sticks. But um, but yeah. Okay, so so for for uh, TPO two, you mentioned it was two days, so it looked to me like it was going to be like a star city format but there's a lot of other things you can do over two days and obviously you guys have side events and stuff so give me the uh give me the elevator pitch like what is what what is uh what's going on here all right so um yeah starting up like october 1st we get that gigantic that main event that that two-day event the 15 round legacy open that we're gonna have we're just gonna hope we're just gonna push that event we're just gonna play get some good magic in and we're gonna play that but we also have other main events that we have going on we have a vintage event going on on october 2nd trying to bring in trying to bring in the vintage get the vintage community in, get some games for them we are allowing 15 proxies for that event so if you can't get those pieces of power or something that you you know need for that legacy that vintage deck you know come on in just we have a you know nice little proxy policy get those decks created and get a chance to play some vintage in a lot in a large format and you know get your name out there we also have the last large event but not the least important by any means is our memorial event for Ava Roberts. It's a 5k event. that's going to be held on October 2nd, where we will be donating at least $1,000 to the suicide prevention uh, foundation. I believe uh, there's two charities. There is uh, living legacy, not leaving a legacy, but living legacy foundation. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I can't remember the other one I donated to last year. Uh, oh, I'm so sorry. I can't, bring it up but go ahead i always forget that one yeah. too yeah. and also yeah for every for every 100 players we have over the first 200 we'll be donating an extra thousand dollars to those charities so people come out play some legacy for a good cause and you know win some cash for yourself as well while you're doing that so get up and enjoy some legacy enjoy some honor and definitely enjoy well, some vintage yeah. but we also have three other events if you don't you know want to play in some of those larger events or you're there for both days and you know you're playing in some of the one day events on the second day the vintage or the modern events you have some other challenge events. We have some. We have a legacy and a modern challenge both running on October first, and we have a second legacy challenge running on October second. In case you know you just want to you know play some extra legacy, or you have some friends you're coming in for one day, jam some legacy games starting there. They're all one k events, five rounds, and yeah, they should just you know be a great time for anyone who wants to play. Yeah. Uh, so uh, going back to that question, so the second one was Mental Health America. Um, Ava ah. Roberts was a Legacy Pit member uh, near and dear to my heart, and she lost her battle with mental illness last year. So I wanted to honor her um, by naming this uh, tournament after her. And we have the policy of 1,000 donated uh, on the spot uh, for the initial uh, modern event. And every 100 players that we get over, what do we say? Uh, 200. 200. 200. I will donate another $1,000 to those two charities. But um, as Sal said, there's, we have those other two premier events, the modern uh, 5K. We have the vintage 2K. On day one, we have uh, a legacy challenge. We have a modern challenge. And day two, we have another legacy challenge. So we have all those events. We have a uh, world-class roster. Um, coming in for commentary and I think we'll talk about the commentary team later and those guests but um, we have Dice City Games who will be the exclusive vendor mm-hmm. and they have an enormous amount of inventory there will be no problems meeting any kind of demands there if anyone's familiar with Jimmy Cooney and Dice City Games you know you can go there and see a Black Lotus you can ask for uh, whatever mocks you want and they will have it and they will have it in your hands at a good deal 
Um, we have RK Post coming in. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I'm really excited about that. I know Z Ellis will also be uh, on yep. site doing some art, and RK Post is a hero of Z. Yes. Yep. Um, so there might be some uh, strings I've pulled there on purpose, but we'll see. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so th th we have a jam pack weekend uh, set up. And we are going to hopefully see a lot of our people there and some new faces. And I'm just really, really excited about it. These sits turning green like his true elf self. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, obviously you're in Richmond this time. Uh, yeah. So I couldn't help but notice, you know, the proximity. Look at a map. Uh, we, we're now in Richmond. It seems like, you know, you're basically drawing an arrow pointed straight at Roanoke. So you're, you're coming for the crown. You're, you're, uh, you're the new star city games. What do you think about that? Well, I mean, I don't want to compare or anything, but when other organizers drop support for legacy, it definitely lit a fire under me and I wanted to be a voice or, or step in and, and provide legacy events for people. And we just happen to have the level of commentary and coverage and production that people also enjoy. So I was excited to do that. Um, I am going to make this a, a circuit and we wanted to stay true to our promise that we're going to take it big. We're going to go big or go home. We're going to make it a circuit. So it was very important for me to go outside wow. of the state lines from Maryland. So uh, for a lot of reasons, we chose Richmond to be the first stop and we have other ones lined up. Dude. Yes. That's awesome. I didn't realize that you had other locations. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's sick. Very nice, man. Yeah. I'm pumped to hear about this. I'll see you there. Mm -hmm. All of them. Everyone. That's right. Dude, I, I will literally be at everyone. Yeah. Cause yeah. like star city, they, they they're having like these, these uh, legacy events, but there's no coverage. So it's like, you don't even know that they're happening. Right. Like, I, and, and no disrespect to the players who are playing in them and doing well, like you can still see their deck lists and everything, but like you guys have that tier of coverage and that's what Star City really was, in my opinion, you know? Well, I mean, we take great pride in the fact that we have that high level uh, coverage. We have that high level production and, and just being able to fill that uh, role of legacy that people want. Um, those are two things that I take a lot of pride in and I'm very excited about them. Yeah. That's awesome. So, so you guys got to tell me about Richmond. I've never been. What should I expect? Good food. Plenty of wonderful hotels around our event. No Easy travel. History. Are you yeah. into history, yeah. Ian? So you, you can research some historical things. Richmond's very big on history. Oh, yeah. No, I, I was more like, you know, is it on 95? Is it, you know, how oh, are we getting yeah. accessible? So, yeah, yeah. so oh, yeah. It, it is on the public transit line. So, I mean, if you wanted to ride a bus to get to the convention center, you can do it. If you uh, wanted to tell me about the uh, post-bellum period pottery, you're welcome to. But oh, my. <laughs> I'm going to pass on that. <laughs> we'll skip this one. <laughs> but uh, it, like I said, it, it's easily accessible. Uh, there's an airport nearby. It's on public transit lines. You can walk to it if you live nearby uh we'll be driving down it's not that far from us either and um it's strategically uh, surrounded by a lot of um high uh i guess Traffic I say yeah um for especially for legacy yeah and eternal format so that whole corridor right there is very big on that mm -hmm. yeah i actually had an ulterior motive too i'm actually applying for a job in richmond right now all the truth comes out. Yeah. So, wait, sorry. so is your wait? I know what's going on here. Ian's mm. interview is actually October 3rd. 
<laughs> he needs a re- another reason to come down early. That's right. That's right. He needs the excuse reason. I see. I see. <laughs> Yeah, it's like yeah. yeah. So you, as long as you're not like Jerry me and having a wedding again on my open, geez. just like last time. <laughs> oh, dude, that he kid just doesn't want to lose another sushi eating challenge. <laughs> well, so actually, this is a this is a good segue. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, but at the next leaving a legacy open, Jerry and Pat for every so much donated to charity. Hot they sauce. are going up one level in the Scoville hot sauce ratings yes. yeah. and eating a hotter, hotter, uh, I'm all about or whatever. It. I'm all about, I saw it <laughs> and, um, I am going to do my best to go to the leaving a legacy. Open. Oh, um, yeah, I, I want to go. Um, it is on the same day of a stream, but maybe I can trust these degenerates to run it without me here. I think, <laughs> um, but I, I've already threatened Jerry me online again that I can destroy him with um, spice eating. But yeah, I don't want I don't want to go up there and steal their thunder, though. So I'll, maybe I'll do it on the sidelines, not in front of the camera or anything. You and me, we're going to we're going to throw down that. Yeah, let's uh, do it. because, yeah, I, I feel like th- those plastic patties, Jerry, me and, and Pat Uglo. Yeah. Uh, plastic patties. Th- that's yeah, that's what we real Irish call them. Plastic patties. <laughs> Oh my! They uh they they don't know their 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 hot food, so I'm gonna put them down. Oh but man! What do they I don't want to embarrass. They know about Champ. Team. They don't know about Champ. <laughs> so yeah, we uh that that would be awesome if you do make it up there. But uh, I was just thinking, man, you guys should uh you guys should have some sort of like uh humiliation ritual like that, like the uh the hot wings or something, you know? Have you seen our stream? <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say. How many shots did we take a couple streams? Dragon ago? Shield, yeah, by the way, true. Dragon Shield got a huge endorsement a couple of weeks ago when I spelled a whole bottle of whatever. The, what is blue that? Curacao? A whole oh. bottle of blue, whatever the hell he just oh, dude, that's so all sticky. over the whole legacy deck of poor Jameson as he watched in horror. We have a clip <laughs> of this. Yep. Um, and it was uh, scary. And <laughs> there were three volcanic islands in there and Force of Wills and. And uh, we almost went to break, and but then we decided to let the camera go because it's funny. And then I cleaned funny. them vigorously in the background, and you know what? Everything's fine. Everything's fine. That's that's awesome, man. That stuff is sticky, man. Yes, it was. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, this is awesome, man. Good product. So, who do you have? You have? I'm sorry, I cut you off, David. What were you saying? No, you're good. I just say leave it to Dragon Shield. They have a very good, high quality product. Oh yeah, I'm all I'm all in on Dragon Shield. But uh, you have, I assume, Mike and Mike coming back. Is that true? Oh, so you want to talk about Mike and Mike on the mic? That's, That's right. right. So we have Mike Shank, Mike Shank 13 on Twitter. Don't make sure you follow. It's very important. I would rather you follow Mike Shank 13 on Twitter than the Legacy Pit. It, it's, it's that important. <laughs> it, it's to me. true. It's true. So if you're not following Mike Shank on Twitter, I'm going to make him listen to this podcast. It's Mike Shank 13, by the way. So make sure you get that. Yep. I'll say it again later at the end of the show. But um, we also have Mike Noble um stellar uh, proven track record from the, from those two doing commentary and we have again jordan baron house doing man on the street interview and that's something that i think Ooh, we're unique with nice. i think because you can show up to the legacy pit open you can walk around and wow there's a person ready to interview you in live a <laughs> in a suit and he, you can be live on our stream and be seen by a thousand people or whatever the numbers will be then yep. um and we also have this time around, we have two very special guests coming in. We have Anurag Das. Who will oh, be nice. I didn't know yes. that. That's right. Um, 
will be assisting with commentary and Corey Baumaster. Wow. Yes. So we're very excited and we have a top notch uh, commentary team. So uh, we're excited to show off the, the goods that we have and uh, have fun. Mm-hmm. Dude, that is sick. It really is, dude. It's all about the the coverage, in my opinion. I mean, it's all about the paper magic, really, and the coverage. Like, this is this is what I play magic for. Like, I, yeah. I've, I've told you guys this before. Like, I, I don't enjoy playing online. I play online. Uh, you know, I enjoy playing limited online, but Legacy, I only play because I'm going to big events. You know, mm-hmm. and this is the only big event that I've been to in the past twenty. 22 months or so whatever it is no 26 months i guess now mm-hmm. like the legacy pit dude that was so it was so awesome last time it it really you, were you guys capped at 400 last time it really felt like a grand prix though yeah um uh, well I, i'm very um happy that our event is the event that you chose to go to and i'm very happy to have you back for the next one um <clears throat> our event was capped at 400 and uh, we would have had a lot more players had the venue been larger you know yep. um, but didn't want to go too big in, in a smaller venue like that but um, I mean we, we sold actually 550 registrations I think last time Whoa. Mm-hmm. Yep. so yeah. yeah I mean with that with you know COVID concerns and uh, scheduling conflicts and like that ended up going down to 400 or whatever it was but um the next one we've capped the legacy event at 600 uh again talking about those size um and space issues it's at the greater richmond convention center so it's huge Um, ventilation systems out of this world and uh, i think that's going to go a long way to make people feel comfortable dude definitely i was uh my opponents at, at the last one uh ohio michigan montana they were from all over i mean you know yep. there were there were also people from virginia maryland boston you know the eastern seaboard but there were people mm-hmm. from all over at this there event. were we, we mm-hmm. actually had international registrations but they were unable to uh right. enter the states at the time because of the restrictions but we sold international registrations and uh, i was blown away uh, we had uh, a lot of people from the west coast we had gary wong's crew i think it was about 20 people from arizona to show up yep didn't he win gary the wong. event Gary Wong is our current reigning champion. Uh, Gary Wong has promised he will win this one also, so we will see. Um, (laughs) uh, But he was playing a kind of a weird deck, right? Like a three drops, like a a Jeskai mentor Ragavan type thing. It was against the Lauren. Yeah, it was. It was against the Lauren in the finals. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that that's uh, that's awesome that they're all coming out. I I haven't. I'm not really on social media anymore, so I don't know how many of our, you know, Tom, Tom would know he's, he's not here obviously, but uh, like the Arizona contingent uh, you know, how many of our deadheads dead format fans will be there, but I'm sure a decent number of them will be there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dude. I, I have to ask, you know, you guys obviously cover your bases. You reached out to artists, vendors, you know, you, have gone venue shopping and location shopping. Did you ask Remy to come to the tournament? I'm sorry. I don't know who that is. Do you know who Remy is? No. What is that? I'm sorry. He's this dude who makes like, you know, like the, the YouTube videos, like mocking, uh, not mock, like, you know, like, like goofy songs on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, well, I think guy. I saw a song or song or video. Yeah. Yeah. Is this the one that did Jason the Mind Sculptor song or I whatever? I think so. Something like that. Okay. 
he's done he, he's done magic uh videos over the years like um yeah like i don't know i can't I, I'm, I'm struggling to come up with the names of the magic songs right now but uh he's just i don't know he's just a funny dude but i was curious because he's like in the dc area oh, okay. i was curious if you guys knew him or if uh we could expect to see him at this event um i have well i'll say this <clears throat> i have uh talked to other well-known celebrities um Ooh. and uh very well-known and famous celebrities and we'll see where that goes and we have not finished our announcements for uh, surprises coming to this open so more on the way if things work out um and i will also say again just reinforce that you know we had so many people coming across from state lines and taking planes to get to this last event and to this one too i've already seen the the registrations for this one and they're all over the u.s so people are definitely traveling for this uh Big thing is, if we want to prove that Legacy is not dead and that Legacy deserves uh, support from high-level entities, we need to get out to these events. We need to continue to support it. We need to continue to show up. So people need to go out there and make a statement. They need to uh, make a stand and enjoy the opportunity that's um, out there. So, And they've proven that in the past, and they're proving it again this time. So I just want to reemphasize that. And it's no longer us looking upward it's all about us the community trying to pick ourselves up and make things work and make things happen for ourselves so yeah 100 percent. i'm looking forward to my you know just inferring from what you said i'm looking forward to my round one feature against pulse balloon so <laughs> make sure you get us on camera oh, no but dude absolutely you know legacy players like I, I i struggle to imagine anybody's taking anything for granted these days but you know, if, if you are still out there just thinking like, you know, someone else will do it or, or whatever, you know, you might be thinking, um, you know, the, the legacy pit is really everything that you could ask for in a tournament, you know, like literally what would I ask for that you guys aren't doing at this point with the, uh, uh, are we talking about legal things or <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the open bar is good yet. No, I don't think we can do that yet. <laughs> Dude, the um, OTB, by the way, the OTB. <laughs> In the uh, that was like a personal touch for me in the in the last hotel, I spent a lot of money at that OTV. Oh my! <laughs> uh, so I, I'll say this: we try to provide as much incentive as possible for people to come out to this next one. I want to make it as fun as possible. I want that gathering aspect. I want people having a good time. I want them staying there. I want them going out, enjoying the local businesses. I want them talking about the Legacy Pit Open, uh, all that good stuff. So I, I tried to hit all those bases. Yeah, we also want like all the people that couldn't make it out last time to make it out this time and make sure that that experience is memorable. We want all the people that came last time to come back and have an even better experience than they did before. And all those people, you know, who couldn't make it out or had you know had ch- plans change or couldn't get in because of specific regulations. We want those people to come out. We have this larger cap, so we want more people to come out. The people who who want to be there, want to play Legacy, and want to definitely enjoy this event. Sky's the limit. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And I, I appreciate, you know, you're in the D.C. area. I, I appreciate you catering to the 1% with this vintage event. That is, uh, that's very cool of you to do. You know, the, I don't the know forgotten... if it's a 1%, but I'll <laughs> no. say it, it, it is a, an underserved community. And yes. I think they deserve to have a, a place to go play and, and to be seen. 
And that's something I didn't want to forget about because when you talk about eternal formats, you're, you're really talking about legacy and, and vintage. I mean, yes. I know we have the other ones like modern or even commander, I guess is an eternal format. But when you really talk about eternal format, those are the two that you're talking about vintage and legacy. Yes. So them being our brothers, I wanted to make sure that I also had something um, available for them. And like I said, when's the last time that they had something provided for them you know um and also we're, we're making this open to people who may not necessarily have the funds to enjoy vintage usually so we have a 15 proxy um uh, policy uh so you can have 15 proxy expensive cards mm -hmm. uh and play in this vintage uh event and not have to pay the vintage prices for your deck or borrow you know so um that's something that we thought would be kind of cool too yeah, dude honestly like, it will have been i'm sorry but to cut you off but it'll have been three years since the eternal weekend when this event fires yeah i was gonna say that um i know like the bizarre like the bizarre decks and vintage are like the all the money's in the bazaars themselves and the rest of the deck is very affordable so True. you know what is the bizarre deck in vintage now is it is it still that um that weird hogak deck from the uh, last I think so. I think it's like the Hollow One, Vengevine, yeah, yeah. Hogak stuff. Yeah. Still a thing. That was so weird, man. It was like bizarre mid-range. Like I, when I played an Eternal Weekend online, I played against that deck like three times and it was really an interesting experience. Not like Dredge where you pretty much know by like the end of the first turn cycle whether you're going to win the game or not, you know, or whether you're going to lose the game or not, I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Hogak deck really played like a mid-range deck for, for a bizarre deck. It was really strange. So I, I mean, vintage. I, I really enjoyed playing vintage. I would, I would highly recommend it. Uh, well, there you go, and, and that's kind of why we stacked the times the way we did. Because for people like you that are in the open on day two, let's say you don't make day two or you you scrub out at the beginning of day two, that vintage event is available for you in the afternoon. It is exactly afternoon, right? yeah, yeah it's one, at PM. one one yeah. Yeah, no, that's awesome, man. And the the uh, on the other side of the coin, you know, we got the one percent playing vintage. We got the plebs playing modern. Um, they you can you can say you know nothing good about them, and six hundred of them will still show up. There's so many freaking modern players out there, and I hate to admit it because um, you know all in on the legacy community, but modern is still popular, man. People love modern. Yeah, modern is definitely something that we want to uh, bring into this event, and we want to have the, those people in that community uh, involved. We want to have a nice event for them. I wanted to have something to honor my friend, and um, again, there's a lot of crossover between the two uh, communities. There's a lot of legacy players that also enjoy modern, so again... If you don't do well on day one of Legacy, there is a nice modern event the next morning for you, a 5K that you can join in on. So, mm -hmm. And it's for a good cause, too. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's very cool, man. I, I really, I didn't say anything earlier, but I really do appreciate that you're doing that. It's very cool, you guys. Uh, and I'll, I'll be playing Vintage, but if anybody plays Modern, I won't hold it against them. <laughs> So we already talked about like the the top eights uh, a little bit when we were talking about the uh, bannings or the the lack of updates to the BNR <laughs> about how the last two big events, one in Europe and one in uh, Tokyo, had very diverse top eights uh, in 
Italy, they, the top eight had a Grixis Shadow deck. It had uh, a Breakfast deck. It had a Miracles deck. And in uh, Tokyo, they had a Lurin Doomsday uh, Valakit deck, which is, I don't even... I don't even know where to start with that. But uh, what I'm really looking forward to is, you know, the meta is pretty stable right now. And I feel like I didn't really take advantage of it last time with like, you know, brewing a deck to to beat the meta. But I feel like it's, it's really a good time to be doing that. Like, I feel like, um, you know, to, to spike this tournament, I'm going to be going all out this time. I'm really looking forward to that. It's not really a question. I, I'm just thinking out loud here, but I, I'm, I'm really pumped for this tournament, man. I can't, I can't uh, express that enough. Yeah. I, um, I can't like really express uh, the amount of appreciation that I have when I, I do hear people talk about how excited they are. Like uh, when I first started this in a small office with a little webcam and a shaky table, I never thought it would get to where it is now. So it, it's, it takes me a while to still <laughs> absorb what people say to me. So um sometimes I walk in the local game stores and people look at me and stare at me like I'm crazy, which I am, but uh, it, it's still weird. <laughs> I'm still getting used to it all. I mean, it's the reason why we're still here. It's the people that, you know, we've, you know, give people, you know, the rule, give people what they want, give, give them a show, give them something to enjoy and they will come back. They will. I will say that uh, I'm, I'm still not used to people walking up to me and asking me to sign shit. Yeah. <laughs> How many tell you to get back in the closet? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you would have told me that we would be signing play mats and t-shirts and stuff like that two years ago, I would have told yeah. you you're crazy. But dude, yeah. You guys uh are you guys gonna have like a little a little booth to sell t-shirts and stuff at this event? Uh yeah, we will have uh inventory there, uh play mats and t-shirts, maybe some other things. Um, but uh, I really want people to spend money at Dice City Games, um, support RK Post, support Z Ellis um and then enjoy the the events that we have there you know um and enjoy the the camaraderie that we have established there uh that's the big thing for me hell yeah man so october 1st is a saturday october 2nd is a sunday oh one, one more question i had is there any sort of like uh hotel preference thing like um should, should we stay where should we stay so I, I, in the past, I recommended certain hotels or provided lodging because those things are sort of out of my control and mm-hmm. yet I'm still responsible for them. I don't feel comfortable recommending uh, okay. hotels or providing lodging or anything. Just lessons learned, you know, going forward. But I will say this, that uh, I remember my experiences with the hotels in the local area within walking distance, uh, the Richmond Convention Center, and they were fine. They, I had cool. no problems at all. I was happy. Um, so that's what I would say. Nice. So yeah, we're getting in Friday, uh, you know, September 30th Yeah, and, uh, stay until Sunday, Sunday night. And, uh, yeah, this is, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. So yeah, just tell everybody, uh, one more time, all the, all the details. Yeah. So it's going to be October one and two, the legacy pit open to live coverage and commentary. We have Mike Noble, Mike Shank, Jordan Barenhouse, Anurag Das, Corey Baumeister, all of those you will see on coverage. Uh, that is for the legacy pit open. And that is a $20,000 cash payout. No prize walls it is a two day yeah. event. 
Um, we have the April Roberts Memorial on day two. That is a modern event. 5K, 1,000 will be donated to suicide prevention charities. We also have on day two in the afternoon, we have the Vintage 2K, uh, which allows 15 proxies. For side events, we have two legacy challenges, one on day one, one on day two. And we have a modern challenge on day one. We have artists there, RK Post. We have a vendor, Dice City Games. We'll be providing all of your needs. We have Z Ellis on site. We will probably have a celebrity or two not yet announced. Um, so we're trying to make this a big deal. It's at the Greater Richmond Convention Center. It's going to be a big deal. It's going to be the biggest legacy event of the year. And we are going to look forward to seeing you all there. David, David, Travis, this is a pleasure. Everybody get to this fucking event. Get to this event. This is the event you want to be at. I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, do you guys, David, do you guys have anything else to say? Uh, yeah, just all the information for uh, any of the events going on that weekend or um, regarding like proxy policy or just any FAQs or all the facts that you might need uh, will be on thelegacybit.com. Uh, you can also register for all the events there as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, and also we have a Pinterest account. Okay. Very, <laughs> very important. We have a Pinterest account. We have a TikTok too. Oh, we, yeah. we don't just, tell them about the TikTok. Yeah, the TikTok? The TikTok. Yes, we, we just started a TikTok. That's right. Um, we have a Patreon now that you can uh, become a uh, Patreon, a patron to, and you can get Travis to do roast videos and things like that uh, at certain tiers. Uh, we have our Discord. Discord. We have a Discord server. It's a, a very lively Discord server. Yeah. It's actually yeah. huge now. Um, There's over might be over 700 people at this yeah point. It's, whoa it's up there. really I, I, I know it's i know it's over six yeah yeah i'm wow. surprised yeah <laughs> so um so we try to get out there but most important we're on pinterest yeah <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know in reddit one of those legacy oh no reddit hates me <laughs> yeah. exactly but we're there yes yeah. we're there well Turn something else lemons and the lemonade yes that's awesome man well thanks again guys this was awesome Thanks for coming on. We have to remember to have you on for a recap show this time. Oh, yes. If there ever is time for a recap show, not just another next event show. Now that you guys are turning into a series, it might just be a series of next events. But we'll try to to recap this one. Yeah, I'll have the other guys show up for that one, too. So it'll be a rotating group. Yeah, dude. Well, no Ryan, though. Just remember the the rules. Yeah, he's banned. (laughs) (laughs) Keep his hands off this. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate your time. I'll see you, brother. I appreciate everything. All right.